Please be seated. Our scripture this morning is from Micah, the fifth chapter, as we read in our call to worship. The prophet Micah brings a word of danger and destruction to his people. In a time over 700 years before the birth of Christ, where Israel is surrounded on all sides by oppressors and internally as well, they face struggle and strife. Micah brings his message at a time when many other leaders brought a message of comfort. We are all right and God is with us. Micah brings to his people the difficult message that everything is not all right. And in fact, there are many things that we are doing wrong. But in the midst of this message of truth, of hardship, of the things that they face, we find our verses from this morning. We find a message of hope. The prophet Micah, over 700 years before the birth of Jesus, foretells, as many prophets do, the coming of Christ the King. Micah brings specific news of a ruler that will come from Bethlehem, an unknown, unlikely place for a ruler to come from. A ruler who will shepherd his people and be one who brings peace. Micah's hope is not in his current situations. It is in the coming king who will bring the restoration of all things. As I prepared for this message this morning, I thought much about this reality of restoration, of God restoring things, of God's plan to restore all people, even the world. And as I continued to come back to this theme of restoration, I noticed that I continued to think of things very far away. If I thought of the restoration of the world, I thought of places in far off lands, in third world countries, of things that I never even encountered in my own life. If I thought of the restoration of our own city, I thought of different parts of town, of hardships, of strife, of crime, of things that I do not have to engage on a daily basis. And I came to the troubling reality that as I think of restoration and God changing the world, I think of it always external to myself. Even in the midst of this light of hardship, I am confronted with the reality that I must first look to myself and not to others. It's a difficult thing to think of ourselves as part of the problem. It's a difficult thing to open ourselves up to realize that restoration is not just about someone else or something else, that actually part of the problem could be me. There's a reality that we can often get caught in. I find myself doing this from time to time. When I encounter a situation of trouble and want to think of its remedies, I think of things external to myself. Problems in the situation, even problems in other people. And I get caught up and slowed down by this, and it keeps me from looking inward to myself. I continue to look outward at the troubles in others. After a while, I continue to believe the story, read my own news clippings in a sense, and I become a victim, discovering that the problems are always external to me, that I'm highlighting what has been done to me and not what I have done wrong or even what I could do. I sully myself in the difficult place of being the victim with no way out. One of the realities that Micah brings to us is the reality that restoration is not just about other people, that restoration is about us as well. 
Many of us have heard the story where a man sets out to change the world and not being able to change the world, he tries to change his country and not being able to change his country, he tries to change his city. Not being able to change his city, he tries to change his very family and not being able to even change the people in his own household. He finally decides to try and change himself. In setting out to change himself, he is successful for the first time and change comes about. And as he lives into this change, he realizes that in changing himself, he has changed his family. In changing his family, he has changed his city. And in changing his city, he has changed his country and even the world. Part of the message of God's restoration that Micah brings to us is that restoration is in God's plan But restoration begins at home. In fact, restoration begins with me. Restoration begins at home and it begins with me. One of my favorite passages about restoration beginning with me is Matthew chapter 7, where Jesus is preaching in the Sermon on the Mount. And he warns the people, he warns us, Before you remove the speck from your neighbor's eye, remove the plank from your own eye and calls us hypocrites and all the same. I love this picture. I love this biblical narrative. I love this story that Jesus portrays because I love the picture of a ridiculous person walking around with a two by four in their face and coming up very gently with a pair of tweezers to pull out a splinter in someone else's eye. Our God definitely has a side of hyperbole and joy. But in this image, I also love what Jesus invites us to do. He invites me to come and to look at the problems in my own life first. And it's interesting that the comparison that he uses, the problems that I have compared to the problems around me, the plank and the splinter. As I began to reflect on this reality of the splinter, I thought it was unusual that God would have the splinter in someone's eye and not where we normally find it in our feet or our hands. And then it dawned on me that God is not talking about what we have encountered in our work. He is talking about our ability or rather our inability to see. When I have a two by four plank in my own eye, I cannot see. And in fact, I go around seeing a lot of problems in those around me. It is not until I remove those problems from myself that I can encounter and help other people. But there are steps to that. I must first acknowledge that I am in the wrong and that I am in need of help. Many of you are familiar with the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous. It has become a famous and very helpful, powerful tool for many getting out of addictions and illnesses. The first step, which many of you know, reads this. We admitted we were powerless over alcohol, that our lives had become unmanageable. There's first an admittance to the problem, and we discover that we cannot do it on our own. And then the second step. We came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. We realize there is a problem that we cannot fix and we need to depend on God to fix it. As I go to deal and remove with the plank from my own eye, I discover something very interesting. I must admit there is a problem. 
I must ask for help from God to remove it. And as I remove that, I am made very gentle and very prepared to help others. Restoration begins at home. It starts with me and it requires me to admit that there is a problem that I cannot handle and depend on God to help with it. Restoration begins at home. It starts with me and it starts with me admitting there is a problem, knowing that I cannot solve it and that I must depend on God to help me with it. As I begin to admit these things, to come for God, for grace, for mercy, I begin to receive his healing. I begin to be able to remove the planks from my own eye. And in that process, I find that I am very sensitive to the healing that has taken place. Our God, as Micah reminds us, is a good shepherd who comes and is peace for us. He brings wholeness and healing. And in his presence, I am made whole. And I am left changed. I am sensitive to my past. I have known my healing. And now God invites me to join him in this work of restoration with others. As Audrey said, God invites us to share his water with those around us. Micah brings a message of our brokenness, of our decay, even wrongdoing that is widespread in his time, but he also brings a message of hope, of a coming king who will rule not in power and authority over the people in horrible ways, but one who will come as a good shepherd to bring in peace. He tells us over 700 years before the coming of the Messiah, where he will come and how he shall reign. He comes with a message of hope and of peace. A man tells a story about a guy walking down the street who falls into a hole. And the walls of the hall, the hole are so steep that he cannot get out. A doctor walks by and he says, doctor, doctor, will you please help me? I am stuck in this hole. And the doctor writes a prescription and throws the prescription down into the hole. And then a priest comes by and the man says, father, father, help me. I'm stuck in this hole. And the priest says a prayer and walks on by. And then a friend comes by. The man in the hole sees the friend and he says, Joe, help me, help me. I'm stuck in this hole and I can't get out. And Joe jumps into the hole. And his friend says, Joe, what have you done? Now we're both stuck in this hole. And Joe says, yes, but I've been in this hole before. And I know the way out. Micah tells us of a coming king who has come for us. We look back on the coming of Jesus and we know this restoration, this good shepherd, this prince of peace who comes to us in this season. He comes to us in power, but in peace and restoration. And he is one who knows the way out.